It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward Weiss, and Ryan Fox. That's a lie. There is no Ward Weiss today. It's a fallacy. Yes, it is. Hey, good morning. Welcome into game time. This is uh, your first word in sports on a Friday morning. Ward Weiss is traveling this morning. And he is on his way to San Antonio for the... Showdown in the uh, Class 4A state semifinals. It's Glenn Rose and La Vega. We'll have that broadcast on our sister station, 104.9, beginning at 115 this afternoon. So there you go. Uh, we may, you know, we may check in with Ward uh, along his journey. Uh, and, and thanks to uh, Ted Tegan and the, the uh, fine folks at Allen Samuels providing ground transportation for, for Ward to, uh, to get to San Antonio. So that should be a lot of fun. Uh, Ryan, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Tom? I'm good. Uh, I'm just about finished with the arc. Uh, two, you know, we had, now we'll start gathering two of everything, <laughs> man. Did we get some rain? Goodness gracious. Did we ever, it was raining sideways. Yeah. I mean, I could hear it hitting the window and I'm like, man, hang on. What is that? <laughs> about three o'clock this morning. I mean, it was, it was, it was raining. Yeah. Up in the Metroplex, it's a lot worse too. They're getting hit with tornadoes and stuff. So yeah, I had a friend uh, that texted, said that we made it through, but our fence is down. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. so yeah, our thoughts are with those folks up in the, uh, in the Metroplex as they went through a, a bumpy day, afternoon and night. So hope that, uh, hope everything works out for them. But here we had a lot of wind and we had a lot of sideways rain. And when it moved through last night, it moved through fast. Yeah. Then I thought after that, you know, hey, we're we're out of the we're out of the woods on this thing. But then about three o'clock this morning, whoo, here it comes again. And, you know, uh my daughter's dog went nuts. I mean nuts. So it kinda kinda stirred up the house a little bit around two thirty, three o'clock this morning. But anyway, uh we got through it. We we ended up with uh good rain, which we obviously need. And now it's a beautiful morning. A little cool, 46 this morning, and you don't have a jacket. I do not. Is there any particular reason why you do not dress according to the weather? <laughs> you don't. It's, I mean, I, I, I'll i wear a jacket if it's, like, raining or if it's, like, really, really windy. But, I mean, the, the wind was still this morning. I mean, it was, there's was a little bit of a breeze whenever I was walking out of the house. but No, the I mean, wind's blowing. It's not just a little bitty breeze. It was, I mean, it's not that cold. Again, it is 46 degrees. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. And there you go. So, all right. Uh, you watched the Mavericks a little bit last night, huh? I did. It was a, uh, it was a nice win for the Mavericks. I honestly didn't expect them to win, especially with coming into the game. There are one in five when Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving were on the court together. I'm What's the story that. there? I thought this was going to be, you know, the, the the piece that put them over the top and they're going to run away and go hide with the West and the Lakers are in trouble and, you know, but they're one in five. Yeah, it, it's like it's like Ward and I talked about whenever the trade first went through. The, the defense is still very, very bad for the Mavericks. And – a win like that against a really good team in Philadelphia, they're the number three seed in the Eastern Conference right now, it's a big win, but 
to win the way they did for the first time in Mavericks history, two players com- both scored 40 points on the same night. That's never happened before. And that's not a sustainable way to win because despite that, they still only why, won. Hey, wh- why isn't it? Well, you can't expect two guys to score 40 points every single night. If they're going to take all the shots, I do. I, I suppose <laughs> that's a good point. But the the defense still just isn't there. And it, it's a great win still, but I, I just don't think they're going to be able to put up those kind of numbers night in and night out, especially when the playoffs come around. You think they can defend in the playoffs? I do not. Um, it, it's gonna it's gonna be a matter of them outscoring their opponents every game from here on out because you know that when it, back in that Brooklyn trade, they traded their best you know perimeter defender in Dorian Finney-Smith, probably arguably best defender on the court at all. I think that does help though. They have Maxi Kleba back. Uh, he he'll 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 help defensively, and he's a he's a threat from outside the arc as well. But We'll just have to see how they mold him back because he was out from injury for a, a couple months, so it'll take him a little bit to recover. I think I still think offensively they have absolutely every tool they need to make a run to at least the conference finals, but the defense, I'm not sure. I, I think they'll have to score 130-plus to even have a chance to win. I, uh, You were watching the NBA, mm-hmm. and I was watching a unbelievably entertaining documentary on Nolan Ryan last night. Uh, it was on Netflix. It spent as much time, if not more, talking to his wife, his kids, his grandkids. Uh, it, it went through his career, but it also went through his life. It's it's remarkable. It really is. And I did not realize just how competitive and the drive that his wife has. You know, there was a couple of times where he was like, you know what, this this may not be for me, and she's like, oh yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, uh, good stuff. Uh, if you get, and you know, President Bush was on it, and it, it just. Did you ever get that set up? By the way, we're supposed to interview him, right? I I haven't received any email back. <sighs> I want to talk baseball with. I do too. With President Bush, you know, he owned the Rangers. Is a big baseball fan. Wouldn't that be cool just to just spend 10 minutes yeah. talking baseball with him? Yeah. We've, we've emailed his office. Maybe he has an uh, assistant somewhere with a direct email that I could try to, <laughs> try to reach out to. We, we got to get this done. Have to. That's a goal. It's now a goal. So, anyway, I, it was, it's a great documentary. If you get a chance, check it out. And it's, um, you know, they filmed it on the concourse down at Round Rock, uh, you know, it, which is cool because of their involvement with with that that program, and you know his sons are heavily involved in the, in in the Round Rock Express. And now I don't know. Have you ever met any of the Ryan's? I have not. I have met Nolan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have met Reed and Reese, and great guys. I mean, I did a game for the Express once. Well, I've done several games for the Express, but I, the first time I did it, he came. Reed came and caught me in the parking lot and thanked me. I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" You, I thought that was so cool that he came out to the parking lot and said, "Hey, I just want to thank you for coming down and being a part of this thing." I'm like, yeah. <laughs> How cool is that? So, anyway, uh, yeah, it's a great documentary. If you, if you haven't seen it, you, you need to check it out. So, what is the name? I don't even I remember the name of it. Facing Nolan. Yeah, or something like yeah. that. Because he does talk about particularly early in his career, pushing people off the plate. So it's good stuff.
It's good stuff. And then he goes through his his strikeouts and he goes through his uh his through his no hitters and just pretty it's good a, stuff. It's just there. so well put together. Oh, it is. Uh and then he kinda had a guy with a Texas draw that was the uh, the narrator of the of the documentary, which to me fit perfectly. Since, you know, some of it was shot in Alvin, some was shot in Junction. Uh some of it was was down there at Round Rock. So pretty good stuff. All right, uh, 7.08, here's what we got for you this morning. We're going to get into some of the high school basketball. We, we mentioned that uh, that Ward is on his way to San Antonio and the Alamo Dome. We'll talk about what happened yesterday in the state tournament, what's coming up today. We'll look ahead to Baylor basketball, the Bears, men and women in action tomorrow. It's another doubleheader inside the Ferrell Center. With the, uh, the Baylor men playing at 11, the Baylor women playing at 5. We'll get into that. Baylor baseball, eh, we'll get into some baseball, the uh, softball team in action. We're going to visit with Bill Brock. His team is playing terrific basketball. They play their final conference game tomorrow before the Region 5 tournament starts uh, on Wednesday. So Coach Bill Brock is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. Bryce Cherry is going to join us at 830. We'll talk, we'll talk some well, – we'll, we'll get into everything with Bryce. So we'll do that around – 8.30 this morning. Uh, Mac Rhodes was scheduled to join us at 8, but uh, something has come up, and he's not going to be able to, to join us. He will. Uh, we're going to try to get him rescheduled before the Big 12 tournament, the Phillips 66 Big 12 tournament uh, next week in uh, in Kansas City. We'll try to get him on the program. If not, we'll try to get him on the show from, from KC. So uh, that that's kind of what we have for you today. All right, uh, 7.10, 10 minutes after 7. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas, your first word in sports. Hey, if you want to join us, you want to you want to chime in on anything that uh, that uh, we we get to talking about? You can certainly do so on the CNC Collision Center text line. That number is 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. A lot of conversation on the national shows about Mike McCarthy. Did you see that? Yes. Did he throw Kellen Moore under the bus, so to speak? I don't know. I, I mean, I think I think the main thing he emphasized was that his philosophy and Kellen Moore's philosophy is different. Because you think of Kellen Moore's perspective, he's a young coach. You know, you think then guide him. He, You're yeah, the head coach. Why absolutely. didn't you guide him? Absolutely. Why didn't you? Why didn't you in the meetings look at his his play sheet and go, nope, that's not the direction I want to go in. When you have a team, you can go in this direction. But as the offensive coordinator, here's what we're going to do. Or I'll take play calling away from you. I don't understand that. Why didn't he do that? Why didn't he on the headset on, on Sunday afternoon, uh, Kellen, stop it. Here's what we need to do. Jerry Jones might have had a say in that. Maybe. You know, uh, Mike McCarthy had a play sheet. He had a call sheet in his hand. You know, he could have very well said, Kellen, if you don't stop, do you know, do it my way. Why didn't he? But more importantly, why didn't he do it during the week? Why didn't he do it during the offseason? Why didn't he do it two off-seasons ago? And then he also stood up there yesterday and said, hey, 2022 looked more like more balanced than what we did in 2020. So, obviously, he they were, quote, getting there. But I, I just don't understand. If you're the head coach, why didn't you why didn't you take charge? If you did not like something and you're the head coach and you're responsible and you ultimately – can lose your job because 
your team didn't perform to the level of the expectation, why didn't you look at a an assistant and say, we're not doing this? When you have your team and you're a head coach of one of these 32 teams or 31, whatever it is, you can you can call the plays any way you want to. But on my team, we're going to we're going to run our offense this way. I love your offense. I like what you're doing. But the what you're down in distance has got to change. You're, what you do on certain down and distances has to change. And this is what I want. That's what I don't get why what why it didn't happen. And, and you know, he could have just easily yesterday said, hey, you know what? It, it's just a philosophical difference. Let's go a different direction. We're gonna we we would like to go a different way. Kellen's gonna be successful in LA. We wish him the best. You didn't have to do all that. I mean, I, I but he did. So the question remains, did he throw him under the bus? I I guess he could have. Um, but, yeah, I just I just don't think that they just meshed well. And like like you said, it's just the philo- philosophical differences were definitely there. Because it it's like McCarthy said, he, he, he doesn't want a team that lights up the scoreboard. He wants a team that runs, runs the damn ball, as he said, and, and wins the game by keeping their defense fresh and keeping them – in the game ahead. And and that's just different from what Kellen Moore wants to do. Kellen Moore wants to score here and now. He wants to fling it all over the field. And even you look at when McCarthy's play calling days back in Green Bay, that wasn't the offense. It was a, have a stable of running backs, run the ball, control the clock, and then play good defense. And that's just why I just don't think that was a good relationship there, despite how many points that the Cowboys were scoring. Well, again, if you don't like something and you're in charge, fix it. Mm-hmm. And I guess he, after three years, fixed it. But, I mean, I don't understand. You had all offseason last year, offseason before. Uh, from the CNC Collision Center text line, McCarthy left Green Bay under the pretense his offense was outdated and wasn't adapting. He had to let a young guy fail to say that it, that isn't the case this time. Well, maybe so. Did did they fail offensively? Is that why they they were one and done? I don't I don't I don't think the offense would could be considered a failure. It was it was top three offense pretty much virtually the whole year long, especially with when they got Prescott back. The thing was Prescott was just he he threw all those interceptions and that didn't help either. But that was a part of again Kellen Moore's offensive philosophy of just flinging it all around the field. But and then Dak just wasn't making great decisions all year long either. So there's a lot of factors to look into this, but at the end of the day, McCarthy is the head coach and their just their philosophies, his offensive philosophy along with Kellen Moore just didn't line up. And I think that's just why they're butting heads all, all the time. And that probably just, that's why it didn't work out. I, I asked the question the other day, will the Cowboy offense look different? Most don't think so, but I do. It, it, the plays may be, very similar because he said they're going to keep about 70, 70, 75% of the offense that Kellen Moore had, and they're going to, you know, put in 25, 30, whatever the case may be, uh, you know, get out the calculator and figure it out. However, I, I do think the way that they call the place, I think there's going to be a lot more, what's the word, protection for Dak uh, in that they'll run the football a lot more. And they won't put as much on his back. He's not going to throw it Mm -hmm. 50 times. Yeah. They're just not. I don't think they're going to do that. 
Now, if you're a defense and you know that, <laughs> then you you load the box, take away the run, and you make him throw. I, I mean, it's you know I know it's a cat and mouse game, but anyway, uh, it'll be interesting to see. But boy, he is catching some flack from the national media about uh, disrespecting Kellen Moore. So I was just curious what what you thought as a Cowboy fan if you thought Kellen Moore got disrespected yesterday by Mike McCarthy at the uh, at the combine. All right, uh, 7-16. We're 16 after 7. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. John Wilner and John Canzano, they got with the commissioner. And by the way, that's prompted me. I've now reached out to the Big 12 to try to get Brett Yormark on. I mean, my gosh, if he's going to be doing Pac-12 podcast, Aaron, <laughs> right? he should be on our show. For goodness sakes, he should be on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship of Baylor. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed lighters, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. The pain level was over 10. There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way. Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor. I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. Keep up with Big 12 hoops on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Christie's Burgers in Bellmead is locally owned and operated. With the best taste in old-fashioned burgers on a toasted bun, your taste buds will not go unsatisfied. Don't forget about their delicious chili dog or their tater tots with melted cheese. Christie's has that hometown feeling and friendly service that warms your hearts and not just your tummies. Open Monday through Saturday at 1045 a.m. Call in your order for pickup or dine in. Christie's Burgers in Bellmead. Stop by and get your burger today. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254 709-2101 or ubeo.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. 
think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Keep up with La Vega Lady Pirates basketball on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 720. This is game time presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. Congratulations to Fairfield. The Lady Eagles beat Winsboro yesterday, 51 to 43. Now, it was a lot closer game than what I thought it was going to be. I mean, in fact, uh, Fairfield, I think, trailed at halftime, but uh, they came back at the second half and they get it down. They win 51 43. Holiday defeated Columbus. In the other uh, three A semifinal, fifty nine to forty. So those two teams will meet Saturday morning at ten a.m. for the state championship. So congratulations to Fairfield again this afternoon. It'll be La Vega taking on Glen Rose. Uh, that is what one versus three in the state cha- in the uh, state semifinals. Again, one thirty for the tip, one fifteen for the pregame. That game on one hundred four point nine FM. So uh, good luck to uh, to Marcus Willis and the. Uh, and the uh, La Vega Lady Pirates. All right. So elsewhere in uh, in one A girls yesterday, Huckabee uh, wins yesterday, forty seven thirty five, and it was uh, Nazareth winning over Natchez uh, fifty nine to forty eight. So Huckabee and Nazareth tomorrow morning at eight thirty for the uh, state championship in Class One A. In Class uh, we mentioned three A yesterday. In uh, in Class Five A, it was Liberty over. Wagner sixty-two to fifty-one, and uh, Cooper beat a Fulshner uh, seventy to fifty-two. A I should say, seventy to fifty-two. So Liberty and Cooper on uh, on Saturday at three o'clock in the five A state championship. Now, as we mentioned today, La Vega is playing in the four A semifinals. Elsewhere in uh, in action today, in two A play, I love this matchup: Lipan and Martin's Mill. How about that? Those two teams are basketball juggernauts in this state. Those two teams eat, breathe, and sleep basketball, both on the girls' and the boys' side. In fact, neither one of those high schools play high school football. It is all about the orange pumpkin. Year-round. On the the boys' side and the girls' side. And so you get Lipan and Martin's Mill in the uh, semifinals uh, today. Well, in about an hour, 8.30 this morning. And then uh, Groover and Hearn will play at 10 o'clock this morning with the winners playing at 1.30 on Saturday. So there you go. Uh, so that's the two-way. In 4A, we mentioned the La Vega game at 1.30. They, uh, the winner of Glen Rose and La Vega will play the winner of Bernie and Sunnyvale. That game will follow the La Vega game at 3 o'clock today. And then in 6A semifinal action, to wrap up the day, it'll be Coppell and Clark. 
That game is at 7 tonight, and Pearland and DeSoto will play at 8.30 tonight in the other 6A semifinal, with the championship being at 8.30 on Saturday evening. So uh, there you go. That, uh, that's what we got in, in girls' state basketball. Regional tournament today over at Midway. Don't forget, Lorena will play at 6 o'clock tonight. So if you get a chance, if you can't get down to San Antonio for La Vega and Hearn, then uh, right over there at Midway, you can check out the uh, the Lorena boys in the state semifinals. They're playing the number two team in the state, I think. Uh, Hitchcock. Yeah, in, in Hitchcock. I think Hitchcock is number two. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, what do they say where there's a great challenge, there's a great reward, something Absolutely. like that? So uh, look for uh, – Look for Lorena and Hitchcock at 6 o'clock tonight over at Midway in the Regional Tournament. And I don't know if you saw this. Mm-hmm. I'll show this to you real quick. Groover's send-off yesterday. Yeah. Whenever they were on the road, they had horseback. all the dads on horseback holding the Groover flags, the Texas flag, and everything. How cool is that? Where did you that, find that at? This is on Instagram at Tex- TX Sports Life on Instagram. It's If you want to check it out, it's Groover, all, all the girls' basketball dads, I believe these are, riding on horseback as the bus is leaving mm-hmm. in the field, and they got the Groover flag, American flag, Texas flag. little send-off there. I thought that was pretty cool. So there you go. Good stuff. All right, uh, coming up tomorrow in the Ferrell Center, as we mentioned, it is Baylor and Iowa State at 11 o'clock right here on ESPN Central Texas with the 1030 pregame. And then at 430, it'll be a Baylor and Texas Tech on the women's side. That is a 5 o'clock tip with a 430 pregame. Uh, yesterday, or yesterday evening, rather, on the uh, Baylor Coaches Show, both Scott Drew and Nikki Collin appeared on the program. And and Scott mentioned that uh, he felt like Keontae George and, and, uh, and Langston Love will be game time decisions, but he was real pleased and happy for Dale Bonner. Coaches love to brag about players that do the right thing. And, yeah, we'll give him a round of applause because uh, he was in – he was early in the year playing a lot. Then he was out of the rotation. And a lot of a lot of, a lot of players would stop working and they wouldn't be as great a teammates and they'd pout a little. And that, that hasn't been Dale at all. He's been uh, uh, a tremendous worker but a great teammate. And so when he had his chance, he was ready and – the players couldn't be any more excited for him because they've seen his attitude. And uh, uh, as a coach, you'll love that. So uh, really happy for him. And uh, uh, defensively, offensively, he's played tremendous. Um, but defensively, he's really uh, uh, helped us the last two games. If you look at Texas, probably one of our best top two or three defensive efforts of the year, that and Gonzaga. And then uh, the first 35 minutes at Stillwater was very good, yeah. too. I, I don't know that you could find a stat in the stat book but man, he's just disruptive. He, I mean, he's getting a hand on the ball. He's slowing down their 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 offense. He's disrupting their rotation. He did a lot of little things that you don't necessarily see in, see in the stat book. Yeah, he's he's really aggressive defensively as well. And just the, you need players like that, especially when you're losing your two of your top players are out with injury. You need a guy like that to step in and just create that sort of chaos defensively for the opponent. He's Dale Bonner's been a perfect example. And he's certainly capable of double-figure scoring, but, man, you love his defense as well. So, Baylor will wrap up the regular season uh, tomorrow at 11 before heading to uh, to Kansas City for the Big 12 tournament. Meanwhile, on the women's side, Baylor will uh, wrap up their regular season against Texas Tech 
And this is a Baylor team that's been kind of Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. You know, they'll win two or three, lose two or three. But right now they're on a pretty good roll. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we've we've had these moments, right? We've yeah. had three in a row and then lost, you know, two in a row and lost four in a row. And um, But it's about playing well at the right time right now. And, and certainly, um, you know, I think there's a lot of teams in this league capable of going and winning the conference tournament. And so you want to be playing uh, well at the right time. And, you know, we've, we've battled through a lot of adversity. I mean, even last week when we had three games in a week before we played TCU, um, you know, Sarah and Sarah didn't practice for two days. Jamie didn't practice for two days where we have, we dealt with the bug. We've had, had nine at practice today. Um, and so, you know, we've kind of handled everything, you know, that's been dealt at us and just continuing to get better. I mean, let's talk about Dariana little page bugs. How good was she? Oh, I mean, yeah. I told her I rested her for the first minute and 15 seconds of the game <laughs> just so she could go the rest of the way, You're right. you know, but but to see her progress from the first time we played Texas where the game was so physical and, and she just didn't handle it particularly well the first time we played to coming in and immediately attacking the rim and getting in transition and battling on the boards. I mean, um, she was amazing. Like, I, I just um, – I don't say – that maybe I'm not the most affirming human, um, you know, but I, I just thought she really, really carried us in the first half and then – it was a little bit of everybody in the second half, but obviously Sarah had a huge second half and made a lot of tough plays, tough baskets. And, and you know, as good as Rory Harmon is, you know, basically outplayed her in that kind of head-to-head matchup. And they guarded each other. So um, just really happy for her. That is uh, Nikki Collin last night with John Morris on the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield talking about uh, – talking about our basketball team. And, and it will be Baylor and West Virginia, 4.30 pregame, 5 o'clock tip uh, here on ESPN Central Texas as they wrap up their regular season and look for a, a nice winning streak headed into into the uh, into the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City as well. All right, 729, we're going to switch gears. We're going to talk some JUCO basketball. Bill Brock will join us next and talk McLennan High Lassies basketball. We'll do that next on ESPN Central Texas. Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baseball Bears home for a four-game series against Youngstown State this weekend. Games Friday at 6.30, a doubleheader Saturday at 2, and a series finale Sunday at 1, Baylor versus Youngstown State. This is the home for Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. Hi, everybody. It's Jimmy with Advanced House Leveling. I just wanted to say thanks for everything you've done for us and our family over four decades. And I'm the funny, goofy dude on the radio, but this is kind of serious because your homes are serious. Nothing's funny about a foundation problem. If you do have a problem, give us a call, 254-235-4922 or fixitjimmy.com, and we'll do our best to protect your house. And once again, thanks, y'all. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. 
Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They're now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians and welders. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mexalicious menu. A delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by. 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Everything we do, we do for you. Save to win at First Central Credit Union. Only $25 to start your Save to Win account. Win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Save to Win must be activated January 1st through April 30th. First Central Save to Win account is the smartest way to save. Everything we do, we do for you. Speak with a member services rep for details. Go online at firstcentralcu.com. Subject to membership eligibility and application policies, member NCUA. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. La Vega continues its quest for a state girls basketball championship at 1.30 this afternoon when they face Glen Rose in the 4A semifinals. You can hear the game on Star 104.9 FM. In boys postseason action, Lorena takes on Hitchcock in the regional semifinals. That game gets underway at 6 o'clock tonight at the Midway High School Gym. It's a busy weekend for Baylor Athletics, starting with baseball hosting Youngstown State tonight at 6.30. The softball team is hosting Texas A&M and Sam Houston State in back-to-back doubleheaders on Saturday and Sunday. And there's a basketball doubleheader at the Farrell Center on Saturday. The men tip off at 11 o'clock against Iowa State, and the women take on West Virginia at 5 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com. All right, 734, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time, your first word in sports. Tom and Ryan, glad to have you with us. Ward is on his way to San Antonio for the La Vega game this afternoon. He'll have the call beginning at 115 with the pregame, 130 for the tip. Let's talk some college basketball. Let's welcome into the program the head coach of uh, McLennan Community College, Coach Bill Brock. Coach, good morning. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate the time to talk to you. Hey, how fun has this year been for you? Well, it's it, it's been a lot of fun here t- t- toward the end. Uh, at the beginning last year when I was hired, I had to try to, you know, myself and uh, Candace Thomas, uh, my assistant, we had to try to put a team together in about seven weeks and uh, got very, very fortunate. Uh, had some relationships that helped me out in that regard. And, uh, you know, once we got our team together, I never saw my team uh, all of them. I never saw some of my players face to face until the, the weekend they moved in before school started. Wow! And uh, some people are going to say, "Well, that's just crazy." But <clears throat> you got to understand if you ever have 
coached in the JUCO world. That's how it happens sometimes. Um, when I was previously at Grayson, I mean, numerous years, I would get my, some of my best players in July because, uh, you know, when they run out of their options, they think they're going to go to a Division One program. Then they say, hey, I'll just go to a really, really good JUCO program and prove my you know, improve my options after one year. And that's what happened. Uh, got two or three of those kind of kids, and I got really lucky on uh, on two transfers. <clears throat> and, you know, so, yeah, it was bang, bang, bang. It was nonstop. Uh, but when we finally got them together, I mean, it, it's a great group. Uh, he, here's how, how much they've bonded, Tom. Started out with 16 players at the beginning of the year. I have 16 players left. Ooh. Nice. And that is all that's almost unheard of in Juco basketball. Did and, you uh, Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was just saying that <clears throat> regardless of their talent levels and their talent levels do vary in junior college with the players you get. They have bonded. I was just bragging on them yesterday in fact. I mean, we were I was pushing them in practice, and we were working hard, and it's just it's a just a pleasure to see this. A couple of players were struggling in some conditioning stuff we were doing, and when we're finished, three or four players go over to those kids and just pick them up and help them and encourage them and talk to them, and that's why we've had the success we've had. Yeah, we've we've won uh, we've won some games we probably should not have won a lot of close games early. But it's just the closeness uh, of this group, how they bonded together. And that's the very first thing that I tried to do when I was hired is that I tried to establish, you know, there's got to be a work ethic. And you've got to come do your job every day, just like you do uh, on the radio. And once once you get that sort of embedded in them, and then, it, you know, you, you, you preach togetherness and, and, and team and, hold them accountable and work them hard and all that kind of stuff. And then the wins and losses, if you have a reasonable amount of talent now and you're playing competition that has, you know, a comparable amount of talent as you, the wins and losses will take care of themselves if you establish a foundation early. And I've just been so, so blessed with this first group. They just bought in and bought in, and they work and they work, and I just could not be more happy with this group. With that, with that unification, if you will, was it easier on you and the staff to to figure out your rotations and kind of figure out this team and and, and get it on the floor the way you wanted it to early, or or did it take some time putting that together? Oh, it took some time, and still to this day. Uh, I, I know, uh, or we know in, in our mind that there's going to be a certain, uh, a certain, uh, four to, to five guards that are going to play. All right. But then and up at the four and the five position, we still will have someone, uh, unusually step up and have a good game. And, uh, cause we have a couple of kids, you know, that, uh, we had one that was hurt for six and a half weeks with a kneecap situation. Uh, we had another one that was injured. So those kids have fresh legs now, you know, and, they, mm. and they're, you know, they're eager to play. And so, uh, but it's been a, to say, uh, do I have a set bunch? Yeah, now I do. I have, I have a set, uh, probably a set nine that I probably got to go to. 
Coach, what do you want to get done? you got one conference game remaining before the uh, regional tournament. Is there anything you need to get done here at the end of the year heading into postseason? Oh, yeah. We need to add uh, what, like what we've been doing. You know, we, uh, we've been today will be a – yesterday and today will be a preparation day for tomorrow. But we were off Wednesday. And, uh, you know, you, you, you try to add a, a, a couple of wrinkles to some of your basic stuff you've been doing. Uh, just to maybe a different option or something that maybe someone in the playoffs has not seen. But the main thing right now to me, Tom, is to continue to uh, to work and continue to put the time in the gym and shooting the basketball. You're able to cut practices a little bit shorter. To, you know, you want your kids to be have fresh legs going into the regional tournament next week. And I think we've accomplished all those things. We uh, – Play tomorrow. We'll be off Sunday. We'll work Monday, Tuesday, and then we leave for the regional tournament on Wednesday uh, at nine o'clock. In order to be out there by five o'clock at Lubbock, because our men play at five, we'll be out there to support them. Coach, uh, has has your run through this this league, this conference? Has it? it what has the is the quality of basketball, or is there anything different than when you were at Grayson the the first time around? Oh, yeah, I think the main thing is is that the schools now, uh, all of them in the top, uh, oh, the top six of the league, uh, I think they take the they take women's basketball much more serious than when I was at Grayson. When I was at Grayson the first time, there's about, well, probably three teams in the league that, that took the game real serious. And uh, now it's just, you know, we have really good competition night in and night out for the first time ever. In the history of the North Texas Conference, uh, I mean, we had uh, a showdown this year between uh, two top ten teams in the country. Uh, uh, like last week, uh, we had a, when I, we went up to Grayson to play. It was a top twenty game, you know. So we got three teams: it's Colin, Grayson, and us that are, have been ranked or are ranked in the top twenty. And I just think that makes for really, really good basketball throughout the schedule, and it gets you ready for the postseason. I know you like to make this about your kids, but I got to ask you, uh, when you went back to Grayson, what was that like for you? Uh, (laughs) Well, first of all, I was very thankful that we won the game. Uh, I did not say anything to our kids about what they were about to walk into. Hmm. Uh, They walked in and saw the name on the court the banners hanging in the rafters uh, with my name on each one of those championships. And I went in the dressing room. I timed my, um, the time that I go in before the game uh, while they're out on the court. And then right before the game, I go back in there. I cut that very short and I didn't say anything about it, but it was a very emotional night for me and, uh, uh, and my wife, Janice going back up there. You know, we spent 13 years of our life there. Everyone in my family, me, uh, Janice, got our nursing degree from there, and both of my daughters went to school at Grayson. So, and the entire visitor section at the game was packed with former, with friends and former fans at Grayson when I was there. It was pretty emotional. I, I suspect. And. And I just, uh, but here's what made it so nice. Our our team just came out locked locked in and ready to play. We got off to a great start. 
And, uh, you know, it's one of those nights where at the end you were able to enjoy the last few minutes. And uh, it only got emotional for me twice in this when I looked up in those stands behind our bench in the fourth quarter a couple of times. And I almost lost it, but I didn't. Hmm. And uh, here's something so strange, too, is that the guy who was uh, the lead man of the sports at uh, KXII in Sherman, he was there when I was at Grace, and he's been there a long time. And he did an interview after the game. It's it just good to see a lot of people uh, that I've known that were so close to Janice and, and myself and were so, so nice to us. And those are the people there that would, you know, they would come to every game. They would follow us on the road. They're, they're just true, true fans. And uh, about 10 of those people, 10 to 12 of them, would still come when I was at Baylor. They would come to Baylor games all the time. And uh, then now when I'm at MCC, they bring some more friends. But they have even come down to watch games in Waco this year. They came to Weatherford when we played. Some of them came to Southwest Christian when we played. There's just an awesome group up there. because You know how it is mm-hmm. when in your hometown, your family, but – and uh, it was a very special night, and I'm so glad that we got the win there. And I wouldn't want to do that every week. That's just, that's too hard on. <laughs> hey, final <laughs> thought for you: uh, What do you got to do to get ready for the regional tournament? What do you got to do to to get through that darn thing? Well, there's about four teams I think that can win it. There's eight teams in it. Uh, there's about four I think that can win it legitimately. Uh, the thing that you got to do is you got to prepare for lots of different scenarios. You got to prepare for a pressing team, man to man, very athletic. Then you got to prepare for teams who have size and they run zone defenses. And you know your teams, your, your kids just got to be ready to go for everything they face throughout the year. Now they got to take it and you know consolidate it into a game to game situation. Uh, you know it's one of those things where you try to win in advance. And, uh, you know, I think our kids will give a really, really good effort. Uh, I don't think that uh, if you want to call it expectations, pressure or whatever, I don't think that that will bother us. We've been in two different scenarios this year. And I scheduled that way on purpose where we had to play three game series within like a a four day period. And I think those times will help us. And, uh, you know, I'm not worried about my team, Tom. Uh, I think my team has uh, proven me wrong so many times this year. When I thought they weren't ready, they were ready. Uh, But they've always put in the work. And, you know, it's just – that's just the attitude that uh, I came in with trying to establish that work ethic. And there's a sign that's – and it's real corny. It's in our dressing room. It says, the only place where success comes before work is the dictionary. (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, and that's true. And uh, you've got to work for things and you've got to come every day and you've got to prepare. And, you know, um, I just in holding those kids accountable to their to their academics, to their study hall situations. And, you know, because if you work, you know what you you have options. If you work academically and if you work athletically, you're going to have some options to continue to do what you want to do. And that's what I want these kids to do. I I want them to have opportunities to go on beyond MCC and be be successful people out in the world. 
I just don't want them to come here and play basketball and barely get by academically. I want them to be a productive citizen in society. I mean, if we don't try to prepare them for that, I think we failed them. Coach, thanks. Uh, great stuff as always. Uh, good luck tomorrow. Good luck in the regional tournament, and we wish you all the best. Tom, thank you for the time. Appreciate you guys. Have a great day. That's Bill Brock, the uh, head coach of the McLennan High Lassies. And for those who don't know, the floor in Grayson is named for Coach Bill Brock and all the championships that he brought to that community. So pretty cool stuff. I don't know that he ever, when he went to Baylor, left Grayson, went to Baylor, I don't know that he ever thought that he'd be traveling back as an opposing coach. But, you know, that's what that's where he's at in life now. He's at McLennan and doing a great job. Look, they're 25-3. and three. They lost their first game. So since since losing opening night, they're 25-2. and two. And they're going to be 26-2 and two, uh, after Saturday because they should win that game. And they'll be, you know, they'll be 26 and three overall going into the, into the region five tournament out of Lubbock. So it should be, it, it, look, they're, they're playing well. Uh, and this is, this is a fantastic first year for head coach Bill Brock. Good stuff. All right. 748. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Keep up with the Phillips 66 Big 12 tournament on ESPN Central Texas. Join the John Morris show and the Matt Mosley show beginning Wednesday, March the 8th, presented by Jim Turner Chevrolet. The latest news and notes from the Big 12 Basketball Tournament with John and Matt, and it's all right here on ESPN Central Texas. Continuing coverage of the Phillips 66 Big 12 Basketball Tournament is presented by Jim Turner Chevrolet on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet Store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. The Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. Welcome back to The Naked Truck. I'm your host, Jay. It's time to answer those listener questions, so let's get to the email inbox. Our first letter is from Misty, and Misty writes, Dear Pickup Outfitters, can you please help me with my husband? He bought a new truck, which he loves, but he insists we load the entire family into the truck and go to the soccer games on Saturdays. Here's the problem. He won't cover that bed. We pull up to the soccer fields with a completely naked truck bed in front of all those children. It's just so embarrassing. I sit away from all the other mothers in the stands, but he just won't buy a cover. He says it will cut into his hunting budget. What can I do? Dear Misty, we have your solution. Pickup Outfitters has slashed prices on all bed covers. Folding covers are now $100 off. Retractable covers are now at least $150 off. Some covers are up to 20% off, and it will keep all his hunting gear safe and secure. Next trip to the soccer fields, take him down Lake Air Drive and have him pull into Pickup Outfitters. Check us out on the web at createacommotion.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom Eva. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. 
In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. La Vega continues its quest for a state girls basketball championship at 1.30 this afternoon when they face Glen Rose in the 4A semifinals. You can hear the game on Star 104.9 FM. In boys' postseason action, Lorena takes on Hitchcock in the regional semifinals. That game gets underway at 6 o'clock tonight at the Midway High School Gym. It's a busy weekend for Baylor Athletics, starting with baseball hosting Youngstown State tonight at 6.30. The softball team is hosting Texas A&M and Sam Houston State in back-to-back doubleheaders on Saturday and Sunday. And there's a basketball doubleheader at the Farrell Center on Saturday. The men tip off at 11 o'clock against Iowa State, and the women take on West Virginia at 5 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's now time for Did You Know with Ryan Fox. I'm going to take you all over the map today on this one. Did you know that on this day in 1847, Alexander Graham Bell was born? Do you know who that is, Tom? I, I think I do. The inventor of the telly. That is correct. Did you think he ever envisioned smartphones? I, I, I don't think so. I think he, I don't even know if he imagined home phones. Just, I mean, crazy how that has evolved. But yes, the inventor of the original telephone, Alexander Graham Bell, born on this day in 1847 in Edinburgh, Scotland. Also, on this day in 1855, I think you'll get a kick out of this, Tom. The U.S. Congress approved a $30,000 test to test camels for military use. Really? I bet it worked out well. <laughs> they called it the United States Camel Corps. It was a mid-19th century experiment by the United States Army in using camels as pack animals in the southwestern United States. How'd that work out? And although the camels proved to be hardy and well-suited for travel throughout the region, the Army simply declined to adopt the camels for military use. You know, Fort Hood has a cavalry division. I'm just curious if, if, if we... We're going to have a camel division as well. Yeah, but... Now, I think first cab is, is, is at Fort Hood. Yes. It, so we could have correct. first cam right next to him. That'd be awesome, but... Yeah, it uh, the experiment, although it went well, they just decided, like, nah, we're not going to use camels. So the, the, cam, the United States Camel Corps was very short-lived in the mid-19th century. Also, on this day in 1875, did you know that the first hockey game was ever played on this day? The first organized hockey game, according to the International Ice Hockey Federation, was played in 1875 on March 3rd in uh, Montreal. Norway. Norway. Montreal. Montreal. Montreal, Canada. Between two teams of nine men from the Montreal Victoria Skating Club. Okay. To So an intramural match was the first organized ice hockey game ever played on this day in 1875. I wonder how they figured out, hey, you know what, Let's let's put up a net down at the end and we got to get something that slides on the ice. I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of curious how that all came came together. I don't know if they just decided. Was figure skating even a thing 
at that time. I don't know. I don't know either. I figured. Are you a hockey fan? I've I've not really. I don't I don't keep up with it or really watch it. But I will say, uh, I've been to a NHL game in Vegas a couple years ago. Whenever I went there, I saw a Golden Knights game, and it was some of the most fun live sport sporting events I've ever been to. It was really really fun. I've never been to a Stars game. But one of my best friends is a really huge Dallas Stars fan, so I usually get all my info from him. We uh we had a minor league league around here, and we had the Waco Wizards a long time really? ago. Really? Yeah. It was a uh, – yeah, there was teams all over the yeah, – there was one in Belton, one in Austin Ice Bats. Uh, there was one in Belton. There, I mean, they were all over the place. Now, it was a low, low, low level of, of uh, minor league hockey, and it was okay. And I've never been to a Stars game. I'll tell you this, and I don't know if it's because it's the red, white, and blue and all that stuff. I do like to watch I do like to watch the U.S. hockey team in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's, you know, kind of fun, kind of cool. But do I go to Stars games and no? Yeah. I mean, just I, never got turned on to it. Yeah. And, and the, I mean, it's not popular, especially down here in the South. It's more of like Northern region and then Canada. It's mm-hmm. really, really big there. And, of mm-hmm. course, in Europe as well. And also... On this day in 1955, the great Elvis Presley made his first ever television appearance. Ed Sullivan. Uh, no, it was no. On, on a broadcast. Um, it was a television broadcast of the radio show Louisiana Hayride. Ah, the Louisiana Hayride. It was on TV? Yes, it was huh. on television. So right. his first TV appearance on this day in 1955. Also, on this day in 1962, Herschel Walker was born. Really? Born. He turned 61 today, born in Wrightsville, Georgia in 1962. He was a college football national champion and 1982 Heisman Trophy winner at Georgia and was a two-time pro bowler with his time in the NFL. You know, we talk a lot about great athletes that have come through, you know, Bo Jackson being one of them. And, man, I'm going to tell you, though, Herschel Walker was a specimen. He was an unbelievable athlete. And he had two cents with the Cowboys, is that right? You know, I'm trying to remember. That, I know he, 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 he won the Super Bowl for them, and here's how. He was traded to Minnesota for 953 draft picks, and that's how Jimmy Johnson put the Cowboys together. Man. Notice I didn't say anybody. I said Jimmy Johnson. But, Just Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. So, uh, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, we'll have to you, – see, you – this is your segment. Don't quit asking me. <laughs> well, I saw it in my research. I just want to see if you knew it. So he has been with the Cowboys he twice? Is. He was drafted by the Cowboys, and he also had another stint in 96 and 97. He played with the That's team as right. well. So, yes, Herschel Walker, born on this day in 1962. Happy 61st birthday to him. And also happy birthday to Patrick Renna. Do you know who that is, Tom? Patrick Renna. Come he, from a long line of Rennas. <laughs> absolutely. He, he turns 44 today. He was a child actor, and he played Hamilton Ham Porter, the great Hambino in The Sandlot. No way! That's him. Patrick Renna. He turns 44 today. Stop it. 44. What a great movie. One of my all-time favorites. I love, love, love The Sandlot. So, yes, the great Hambino, born on this day in 1979. So, happy birthday to him. Herschel Walker, and Alexander Graham Bell. You know what we're going to have to do right before baseball season actually starts? We're going to have to do your favorite baseball movie. Because there's a oh, million of there's them. There's so many. There's a million great ones. That one's and there's some there. I don't want to see again because they're too sad. Like, what is it? Pound the drum or beat mm-hmm. the drum or whatever it is about the New York game. I, oh. I like I like the Sandlot. I love Major League. 
Love that movie. Did you see that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen Major League. So Love it. Uh, there's some good ones, though. Uh, Field of Dreams, obviously. Of course. So, all right. Uh, we may do that uh, before the baseball season starts. 7.59. Speaking of baseball, the Bears are in action against Youngstown State. Uh, this weekend. Boy, do they have a big weekend. Uh, We'll talk about that coming up in a few minutes. But right now, the voice of the Bears, John Morris with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. My name's Trevor Check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, it is a jam-packed Baylor Bold weekend in Baylor Athletics that is actually already underway. We'll give you details coming up on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Dad. Wedding bells and suddenly... Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Want the latest in Nike Baylor gear? It's available at the Baylor Bookstore on 5th Street in the heart of the Baylor campus or online at BaylorShop.com. During Ram Truck Month, shop the greatest selection of new inventory in Central Texas at Allen Samuels. Ram trucks have all the quality for work or play. With impressive towing capabilities, heavy-duty payload capacity, smooth ride, and a luxury feel interior design. If you're looking for a truck that can do it all, come see the possibilities of a Ram truck. And if we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can help you build the custom car, truck, SUV, or van of your dreams. Shop DCJ.com or come in to see us today at Allen Samuels in Waco. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. It is a Baylor Bold Weekend. 13, count them, 13 Baylor home events that began yesterday with Equestrian's 10-8 loss to SMU. Equestrian back in action Saturday morning at 10 versus TCU in Fort Worth. Baylor softball hosting the Ode to Joy Invitational at Gatterman Stadium. Game Saturday and Sunday versus Texas A&M and Sam Houston State. And Baylor baseball home for a four-game series against Youngstown State that begins tonight at 6.30 on the banks of the Brazos. Head coach Mitch Thompson looking for continued improvement for his young squad. Well, I think it hurts, you know, it hurts to, it hurts to get beat, you know, and to lose the way that we have on some of these games. And so, uh, you know, it's the thing that we've got to bounce back from it quickly. You know, you've got to have a short memory and you've got to, you've got to be able to look forward and move forward. And, uh, and hopefully this is a weekend that we can start doing that. You know, I didn't think that we played, uh, poorly on Tuesday. I thought we played okay. Uh, made some nice plays on defense, had a couple other plays on defense that if we could have made them, it's a different ball game. Um, you know, but we just got to focus on doing our job and playing the game right, running everything out and playing the game the right way, throwing the ball to the right base, doing all those things, throwing strikes. And if we'll do that, then good things will start happening. Mitch Thompson and Baylor Baseball hosting Youngstown State, a four-game series at Baylor Ballpark this weekend. Games tonight at 6.30, a doubleheader tomorrow beginning at 2, and a single game Sunday at 1. 
Baylor basketball, men's and women's senior day doubleheaders in the Farrell Center on Saturday. The men hosting Iowa State on the air at 1030, tip off at 11 Saturday morning versus the Cyclones. Then the Baylor women versus West Virginia at 5 p.m. on the air at 4.30, tip off at 5. Both games here on ESPN Central Texas. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beep. Enjoy the weekend. Be safe. More Monday. I'm John Morris. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 805, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom. And Ryan Ward is uh, off today. He is traveling to San Antonio. He'll have the call this afternoon of La Vega and Glen Rose from the uh, Alamo Dome in San Antonio. The uh, UIL State semifinals coming up this afternoon. One thirty for the uh, tip-off. One fifteen for the pregame show. And that's going to be over on our sister station, 104.9 FM. So keep that in mind. And if they, uh, if they prevail, they will play Saturday evening at 7 o'clock uh, back down in uh, – San Antonio on the Alamo Dome. So I uh, look forward to that. Should be a lot of fun. So that's where Ward is this morning. All right. Uh, as you just heard a moment ago, John Morris on the Baylor Sports Beat talking about baseball. Uh, Mitch Thompson and the Bears with a four-game set over three days with a doubleheader coming up on Saturday. And Mitch met with the media yesterday. One of the things that uh, Toppy was asked about was, you know, where this young team is and and uh, having dropped some games. And particularly, you know, they've, they've lost three games already and, and given up 20 runs, and, and, and Mitch was asked about that. Well, I think it hurts, you know. It hurts to, it hurts to get beat, you know, and to lose the way that we have on some of these games. And so, uh, you know, it's the thing that we've got to bounce back from it quickly. You know, you've got to have a short memory and you've got to – You've got to be able to look forward and move forward, and uh, and hopefully this is a weekend that we can start doing that. You know, I didn't think that we played uh, poorly on Tuesday. I thought we played okay, uh, made some nice plays on defense, had a couple other plays on defense that if we could have made them, it's a different ball game. Um, you know, but we just got to focus on doing our job and playing the game right, running everything out and playing the game the right way, throwing the ball to the right base, doing all those things, throwing strikes. And if we'll do that, then good things will start happening. When you get two outs on a team. Or- that is uh, Mitch Thompson meeting with the media yesterday. And, uh, again, uh, you know, where this team – again, it's a young club. And where this team goes right now, who knows. Uh, but I don't, I don't think there's any doubt 
that that he'll get it done and this team will he'll get this program going in the right direction. I just, you know, history says it will. I mean, he was a terrific recruiter when he was here the first time. He did a tremendous job building the program at McLennan, and now he's back up the river at, at Baylor, and I don't think there's any doubt he'll, he'll do a good job at putting this thing back together. But it may take some time. It, it may take some time. I, I, I'll be – it'll be fun to watch the development of this club and, and how much better they get. Now, you may not see it – in wins and losses, because trust me, this conference is tough. And, you know, we talk about it in every sport, you know, that this is an unbelievably difficult conference. And it is. I mean, I know you probably get tired of hearing that, but it really, really is. And this league is, it's not forgiving. And they're not going to wait on you and they're not going to help you out. I mean, you know, but I, I would like to see how this team is playing in, in late April, early May as compared to where it is right now. So we'll see. Uh, you know, there's several things they got to get better. Now, he mentioned that he's not a big fan of doubleheaders. You know, I'm not either. I, I think it, it, I think it's an incredibly difficult day, uh, and I and it really is hard to win both ends of a doubleheader, and it's almost like a push. I mean, I would much rather see, if possible, play two midweek games, play Tuesday night, play Wednesday night. Now, you're not going to be able to do that every week, and and you're not trying to you're trying to get to 55 56 games and get your full schedule in the way the ncaa condensed the schedule a few years ago it forced you into playing multiple games in a week you're going to play five games in some weeks now how you how you package that is it a double header is it a tuesday wednesday type deal i I don't know uh but you've got to figure that out because they have they've had forced the thing down shorten the the the, uh, the amount of time you can play or when you can start and when you got to be finished so it, it leaves you no choice but to have to play some five game weeks and how do you do that and boy then it, you know whether you play a double header or where you play single games on on Tuesday Wednesday or whatever it, it just makes it difficult on your pitching staff I mean you're asking them to do something they don't normally do right yeah, absolutely, and it's uh, especially with a young club, a team that's still trying to figure itself out. It's just another another hurdle that they got to get over. But like you said, history history repeats itself. Mitch Thompson, you know, he'll 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 get this thing right. It's just going to take some time, probably more time than we would have expected. But I, I think he'll get this thing turned around, no problem. Tonight here on ESPN Central Texas, Saturday, the doubleheader is over on Fox Sports Central Texas. And I think we're back over here on Sunday. So we're kind of bouncing back and forth between ESPN and Fox. And that's to uh, to accommodate uh, Baylor basketball. So there you go. Speaking of Baylor basketball, uh, the, the men close it out. 11 o'clock tip, 1030 pregame tomorrow morning right here on ESPN Central Texas against Iowa State. Cyclones are going to come in a little shorthanded, as we mentioned yesterday. They've dismissed a player from their team. Uh, pretty important piece, you know, from their basketball team. Yeah, their, their point guard. And it, it's... He came out with the apology and said, I, I regret what I said. I wonder what he said. He must have said something crazy to get just let go from the team from just saying it. I don't, I don't know. But, yeah, that's that's big for the Bears, them coming at home, and that's a key piece of that Iowa State team. So it'll be huge for them to and give them a little bit more of an advantage on Saturday morning. In the other game, the other big game in the conference is Texas and Kansas. It's not as big as it once was. Uh, you know, we all thought at one point that that might be for – the conference championship or a share of the conference championship, but Texas loses to Baylor. Then they lose to TCU back to back. 
and uh, Kansas is able to to win it outright. So Kansas will play Texas tomorrow uh, with the conference championship and, and the number one seed in the Phillips 66 Big 12 tournament already in their hip pocket. So they'll have that done. Uh, and, and we'll hear from, from uh, Bill Self hopefully a little later on in the program talking about you know, how important it is to continue to play well and to play his uh, his starters. You know, he was asked point blank, you've won the conference championship. Are you going to play your starters? And uh, he says absolutely he is. And we'll hear from Bill Self a little later on, hopefully, in the program. I'm curious, we've when we look at this league and, and you know, to the man, everybody says this is the best conference in America. Top to bottom, one to ten, this is the best league in America, and I fully agree. I mean, it, the difficulty of this thing. Once you get past the Phillips 66 Big 12 tournament and you start playing some different people, I think we'll see just really how good this league is. I'm curious. You know, we're, I heard him talking yesterday, and, and I don't know that we get eight uh, teams in. Maybe we do. I think six is a lock. Seven's pretty solid. Eight, I don't know. I mean, I, I really don't know. We'll, we'll find out. But let, let's just go with, for argument's sake, let's go with eight. If we get eight, how many get to the Sweet 16? How many get to, to the uh, Grade 8? And do we get multiple teams or do we get any teams to the Final Four? I think there's a really, really good chance, as far as the Finals, Final Four is concerned, to get two whether that's Kansas and Just Texas. Do, that doesn't happen. Yeah, it's it's only happened once, yeah. ever, ever. Same conference. It just doesn't happen. But if this league is, is as good, is it because it is really, really good at the top or is it because it has depth? And I think it's because it has depth. Now, it is good at the top, but is it great at the top? Because you're going to have to be great to get to the Final Four. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you are. And, and it should be that way. This is a tough test. You know, how many other sports have that month-long test? And that's what you're talking about. You start with a field of, what, 68? Get it to 64, get it to 32, get it to 60. You know, you know the drill. How many teams? Is this four or five teams in the Sweet 16? Could you get four? I, th- I think so. I think so, absolutely. With Texas... Baylor, I mean, Texas with that two-game skid, yes, but Kansas and then Baylor. Baylor has a great chance to make it to the Sweet 16 so as well. So does Kansas State. Absolutely. I'm sitting there thinking about Texas and Kansas and Kansas State and Baylor. Just take a look at those teams right there. Put them in playing different people. And just how good is this thing going to be? And again, I don't know. You got to look. You, not only do you have to be good, but you have to be lucky. You got to stay injury free. You got to get a good draw. You got to get in the right side of the bracket. Uh, Correction, the correct side of the bracket. Uh, You know, all of those things have got to fall into place. You know, basketball, uh, more so than anything else, is a game of matchups. Your opponents, do you match up well with them? Uh, There's a million things that go into it to get you there. But man, oh man, is this league good? Could we get multiple teams to the Final Four? I don't know. I'd like to see. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see how this. This is going to be fun to watch this thing unfold over the next uh, month or so. 
And again, we got to get through the Phillips 66 Big 12 tournament and, and get into uh, and get into the NCAA. Is Baylor a two or a three? I think they're going to put them in the two spot, especially if they get this win over Iowa State this week. And and in in emphatic fashion as well. Some got them as a two. Some got them as a three. Does the Phillips 66 Big 12 tournament mean anything as far as moving off the three line or the two line or whatever the case may be? We'll find out. You know, do they need to play well there to to move up to a two spot? Is Kansas a one? I think Kansas is a one. Does Texas, you know, they dropped a couple. Do they move off the two line to the three line? They're, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Not this Sunday, but the following Sunday on on the selection show. But it's it's all coming up. I mean, it's here. It's time. It's go time. You got one regular season game remaining. That's that's tomorrow. Then you prep for the the tournament next weekend. Oh, starting in midweek, Wednesday and Thursday, depending on the the men or the women. And then you get ready for selection Sunday, and then away we go. You know, you have the playing games on Tuesday. And so it's here. I mean, it is it is go time. All right, 16 minutes after 8 o'clock, 8.16. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Uh, we got uh, we got Bryce Cherry coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll, uh, we'll get to Bryce here in just a couple of minutes on ESPN Central Texas. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears close the regular season Saturday in the Farrell Center hosting Iowa State. 10.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 11 a.m. tip-off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Listen to the John Moore Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. 
With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Ready to score? Switch checking accounts to earn 4% APY at First Central Credit Union. It's a full court press with First Central's free Casasa checking that pays 4% APY and refunds all your ATM fees with a savings account combo that earns you money. This season, ask for Casasa checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Make the switch. We're your team. APY is annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. Everything. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. The Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, day 20, 20 minutes after eight. It is fascinating to me. <laughs> That's not fascinating. <laughs> it, it, it is fascinating to me to how irrelevant the Cowboys really have been over the last 25 years. But when you turn on these talking head shows, that's all you see. You know, what will Mike McCarthy's offense look like? You know, should the, should the Cowboys extend Dak Prescott? Is Tony Potter going to get the, the, the tag? I mean, for a team that hasn't won squat in 25 years. What other teams that went out in the divisional round are they talking about? None of them. Well, Dallas is America's team, so... So they say. Merka. Merka. I don't know. But there's other teams up there a lot better than the Cowboys they should be talking about. I'm worried about who's being traded, who's the quarterback, running back going to be. I mean, you know how I feel. It's either Cowboys or Aaron Rodgers. That's your storyline from the – Aaron needs to retire. He's he's, he's got 60 million reasons why he's not going to retire. He wants to break Tom Brady's record? No. He wants to see. He wants his sixty million bucks that they owe him. Um. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Keep playing. Then. Who cares if you get hurt? Get your sixty million. <laughs> <laughs> All right. CNC Clayton Center text line March Madness shows how a real sport determines a champion. Unlike college wrestling, football's beauty pageant. Ooh. But now, hang on a second. College wrestling is college wrestling. I mean, they they get after it. Now that stuff on Saturday night. That's, that's not real, no. Ryan. That's not real, Ryan. Don't tell it's him. It's entertaining. That. Well, you hurt his feelings. So is college wrestling. Have you watched you a college that? wrestling match? You hear that? That's my heartbreaking. Oh, cry me a river. No. <laughs> so, Stephanie, yeah. how, how are you this Friday morning? You got big Friday plans? Big Saturday plans? You got, any, you got no. anything going on? No, just working out. Swim with the pigs? We're going to get to that in a minute. Oh, yeah? Uh, Yeah, no, nothing really. Just. 
kind of relaxing and working out, enjoying the sunshine. Did you know that the U.S. military tr- experimented with camels? I did. I did. And you know why I know that? Because Mr. Baum, when, when he was on the show, talked about it. And that we used to use camels to deliver the U.S. mail. <laughs> How about that? Camels are popular. They're they're big at Fort Hood. The first cam division next to the no, Fort Hood. What are you talking about oh. this morning? But that would be cool if we did have some camels on Fort first Hood. First cam at Fort Hood. Okay. There you go. But speaking of animals. Uh-huh. So, you know, Tom, you always give me a hard time. So I really spent like an hour yesterday searching swimming pigs. And it's, it's a true. thing. I know. So in, in the Bahamas, if you go down to the Bahamas, they have these pigs and they're almost like trained. They're like dogs. You know how like if you. Dog does a I trick. I can show you pictures. My I family it. did it. Oh, that's awesome. But Notice anyways. I didn't say I did it. I said they <laughs> did it. <laughs> but these pigs are like trained dogs. You know, a dog does a trick, you give it a bone. Well, these pigs, they'll do a trick and they'll come up to the boat for a hot dog. Mm-hmm. But get this, it's a chicken hot dog because they don't want to eat pork. Then they'll know what they taste like. So they give them a chicken hot dog. Oh. But, which led me to research more. You love this. In 2006, Pig Olympics came about. No way. Yes way. And it, the first Pig Olympics was in China. The second one was in Russia. The last one was in 2009 in St. Louis. And they have these pigs that are trained where they can like do obstacle relays. And they can do swimming. They train these pigs to swim. Where is Tom going? He just walked out of the room. I had to adjust the thermostat. <laughs> he just walking. He does not want to talk about pig swimming. Well, I know about pig swimming. They well, do the backstrokes. Did you know they had pig Olympics though? No, I didn't know that. They do. They did. Have well, you ever they seen did. a pig do the backstroke? I well, I looked on the Googles yesterday, and I could see them like dog paddling. That I've would never, be pig paddling, by well, the way. <laughs> but I did not see one backstroke. I did not see one. Then pig you didn't on look close enough. Do you have a picture of it? Yes. Then you need to show me because I couldn't find one going backwards. Oh, yeah. They get the little hoofs going. and <laughs> but It's really pretty cool. Anyways, the piglets in the Pig Olympics, they are trained just for the Pig Olympics, and they are not eaten. Where, are those, where, where, does, where does that take place? Well, the first Pig Olympics, there's 100, there's 100 members of the Sport Pig Federation, and the first Pig Olympics took place in China in 2006. Have you found it on the Googles? Are I you found still pig, pig swimming? Well, look up Pig Olympics. It's like okay. a thing. You ever seen a pig fly? Pigs do not fly. Yes, you, they do. You cannot tell me Drop that. Drop one out of an airplane. See what happens. Oh, I did not say that. No, you did not. This is a family show, Tom. <laughs> but hey, these Pig Olympics, man, these pigs make some money. What are they doing over there? Like they'll They're run, racing. yeah, they'll race. I think they're racing to the hot dog. That's how you get them to the end of the obstacle. Um, and then they swim, and they even have pig ball, which is like football. <laughs> now, how you get a bunch of pigs to play football? I have no idea. Show them a pigskin. But anyways, so it's a thing. So now I really want to go to the Bahamas and watch these pigs swim. No, you don't watch. You swim with them. I am not swimming with a pig, but I can watch other people swim with the pig. I'll feed them the hot dogs. Why don't you swim with them? So, anyways, that's it. I thought it was kind of cute. Look it up. Pig Olympics. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's...
a thing. <laughs> and a happy Friday. Big plans? Work. We, work. Oh, work, work. We work. have a J-O-B around here. So do I. We play sports seven days a week here. Yeah, yeah. So we have stuff to do. I'll I be at the Ferrell s- Center tomorrow morning. Oh, yay. It's like Baylor weekend or whatever. Oh, my goodness. There's a lot of games. I'd like to go to the baseball game, honestly. Can you hook a girl up? I can. All right. Maybe we'll do that. I can. And uh, good luck to La Vega today. Go Lady Pirates. Go Pirates. Yeah. I'm anxious to see what happens. They could take it all they the get, way. They got the number one team in the state this afternoon, so uh, we'll see no. how it goes. We'll have, to, we'll have to check in with Ward. We'll have to listen. Listen. All right, boys. Y'all have a good weekend. All Happy right. Friday. Happy Thank Friday. You. See you later. It is uh, 827, 27 after 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. Let's talk some Ranger baseball with Jared Sandler. You're not just relying on one guy in Jacob DeGrom who's injury prone. Four of the five guys you could attach that label to, which hopefully you're not super unlucky and, and deal with the injuries from all four of those guys, in which case I think the depth is huge. And where the Rangers are now, I think it's the most talented rotation that they have ever had heading into a season. I don't think they've ever had this type of talent and this type of depth in their rotation. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground, perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. 
SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. I'm Amy Hunter, owner of Jeff Hunter Toyota. As you know, there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership. Improvements are being made every day. And new Toyotas are arriving every day. All kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features. The Toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. La Vega continues its quest for a state girls basketball championship at 1.30 this afternoon when they face Glen Rose in the 4A semifinals. You can hear the game on Star 104.9 FM. In boys' postseason action, Lorena takes on Hitchcock in the regional semifinals. That game gets underway at 6 o'clock tonight at the Midway High School Gym. It's a busy weekend for Baylor Athletics, starting with baseball, hosting Youngstown State tonight at 6.30. They will also play a doubleheader tomorrow and a single game on Sunday. The softball team is hosting Texas A&M and Sam Houston State in back-to-back doubleheaders on Saturday and Sunday. And there's a basketball doubleheader at the Farrell Center on Saturday. The men tip off at 11 o'clock against Iowa State, and the women take on West Virginia at 5 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald on ESPN Central Texas. All right, it's 833. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, G. Bram Fiat, your friend of the car business, the sports editor of the Waco Tribune Herald, probably coming up for air. Bryce Cherry with a humongous weekend ahead of us again this weekend. Bryce, good morning. How are we? Just fine. How about you guys? Doing terrific. Hey, have you ever seen pig swim is that is that like on on your to-do list or have you ever seen it heard the expression but uh no no i haven't uh, witnessed any any pigs uh swimming i just i'm just curious uh let's let's begin by talking about nikki collins basketball team uh big game tomorrow obviously in, in uh in the Farrell center against west virginia to close out the regular season where is this team in your opinion right now? I mean, they've kind of been up and down. They've had some winning streaks. They've had some losing streaks. Uh, the way they play defense against Texas, I mean, kind of where where do you think they are right now? Uh, I mean, they're in a pretty good place right now. Um, obviously, coming off that win in Austin, I, I wrote a column and said I thought it was Nikki Collins' uh, best coaching job that I've seen from her. I mean, um, I thought she outcoached uh, Vic Schaefer in that game. Um, she really pushed all the right buttons. They uh, she tinkered with a zone that they really haven't used much, you know, uh, this season. That was effective. Um, you know, she she managed to kind of keep the team calm. Texas normally. Um, uh, forces 20 turnovers uh, on average and Baylor only had 12 for the game. And then, you know, she really just uh, managed to 
put the right subs in the game. And that was kind of dicey at times because, you know, you had Caitlin Bickle and Bella Fontenroy mm-hmm. in foul trouble. And, you know, here she brings in Kyla Abraham and, and Kyla plays well. And Kyla got two quick fouls in a 12 second span in the third quarter. And she brings in Erica Porter. And I thought Erica Porter just, you know, kind of scrapped and bought her, bought him some time, you know, bought him some time until Caitlin and Bella could kind of come back into the game. And, you know, and they never lost the lead in the second half. I mean, it was a, it was just a big, big win for this team. I think it's a confidence boost. I think, you know, if you go and win Saturday on senior day, uh, against West Virginia, then you've got a four-game winning streak going to the Big 12 tournament, and you know you just have a little bit of momentum. And and um, the other thing that's kind of interesting, you know, obviously, so they have five top 25 wins this season. Uh, all of them are outside of Waco. Uh, four of them on the road, one of them neutral site at a tournament that was against Villanova, um, and. You know, that's kind of a big deal considering, you know, you're going to be on the road to NCAA tournament. So, you know, maybe maybe that you'll uh, obviously feel pretty good about it. You know, it's interesting that you said that about uh, her coaching performance. In our meeting the next day, we're, we're, we're talking about the game, and I told the guys two things. Number one, she outcoached Vic. And number two, the best point guard on the floor was wearing Baylor's colors. I don't think I, – I think Sarah Andrews outplayed the, the Texas point. Yeah, Rory was 5-18 uh, of 18 in the game. Now, um, you know, so uh, the other thing I wrote in, that, in my column was I went into that game um, and see we have – at the Trib, we have our own all-Big 12 team that we, we put together. Um I do that for a variety of sports, including basketball. And I went into that game thinking, you know, Rory might be a, a decent, you know, player of the year candidate in the Big 12. I think, you know, as Nikki said, she's the head of the snake for for UT. Um, you know, she's not a three-point shooter, but she's an incredible defender and passer among the best in the country in assists. Um and you know she can get to the rim, um, and she had a, she had a rough game, and that didn't really sway me. You know, people have bad games. I mean, five, she was five of eighteen. Uh, you're absolutely right that Sarah outplayed her, um, and they needed that from Sarah. I mean, that that Sarah's been kind of in a slump, but uh, I think you know she's got a she's got to remain aggressive. But uh, what I was going to say is after the game. I'm sitting there in the media room in Austin and there's already done its interviews and I go over to my computer and start transcribing a little bit. And then Texas comes in and I'm, you know, kind of, I've got one ear listening to, you know, what they're saying and um, typing up anything that I think is kind of interesting. And uh, it was, (laughs) it was a lively interview session, especially when Rory took her entire team and threw him under the bus. <laughs> and I was just like, whoa. Because uh, she, she just was like, um, you know, I played hard. You know, I don't know why anybody else didn't play hard. And I was just like, man, you know, I mean, that, those are the kind of things I think you say 
uh, behind closed doors. You don't necessarily say to the media. Uh, it just it was it was a little alarming, and I didn't think it screamed leadership in my in my opinion. It, it makes for a good story, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It was uh, entertaining to say the least. Uh, I, where do you think? And, and again, I'm asking you to look into a crystal ball. Uh, where do you think this team ends up? Are they a seven? Or are they a six? Or are they an eight? I mean, you get, do you have a good feel for? It? Do you have a, a sense for where you think uh, what line this this Baylor women's basketball team may end up on? Just off the top of my head, I feel like six feels about right, but um, <clears throat> I haven't, you know, I haven't done the bracketology. I haven't really sat down to that extent. Now I do vote on the top twenty-five each week, and, and so I know who's good. Um, and, you know, and kind of where Baylor is right about now. But, yeah, six seems about right. Um, I, I think to put them at like an eight or a nine would be, you know, be a little disrespectful. I mean, you know, they with the wins that they've got, you know, I mean, um, mm-hmm. they, they've beaten some good teams this year. So, um, yeah, I could see them kind of playing an 11 seed in that first round and, and you know, and then going from there, um, which – you know, is obviously not what we're used to around here. I mean, used used to having Baylor be like a one or a two seed. Um, maybe when, when's the last time they haven't hosted? Oh yeah, it's been a while. Um, it's been a good while. I mean, <laughs> obviously the, the the bubble season, you know, wasn't a host situation. But that was a, kind of an outlier. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have to I have to go look that up too. When the last time they didn't host, but um, it, yeah, so. It's it's different, but like I said, I think this team might actually prefer to to play away away from Waco. All right, let's uh, switch gears, talk a little high school basketball. Chad Conine obviously saw a good one yesterday with the Fairfield win. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, they closed the game on an eleven zero run, um, which I mean it was it was a tight game before that, and you know Fairfield, I think. You know, I asked Sally Whitaker earlier this week, Fairfield's coach, I said, you know, and, and this is a standard question that you ask, but uh, I said, you know, how much how much do you feel like the experience of having been there before will help? And she said, I think it's the biggest thing, you know, and uh, I think that that probably came into play. Just the fact that, you know, uh, look, it's just a basketball game. Obviously, this is a big arena. There's a lot of people here. You know, there's a lot on the line, but just just keep playing basketball, and um, and I think they won it really with defense. I mean, um, Randy Barger, the former Mahia coach, who's been on Sally's staff there, is kind of the defensive coordinator the last few years. Uh, Sally gave him a lot of credit after the game just because um, she felt like defense was, you know, kind of what won it for them. And um, I mean, you help you hold uh, Winsboro without a bucket the last like four minutes of the game so that's that's big uh today it's la vega's turn uh on the big stage and well they've got their hands full with a very talented glenrose team and but that's the way it should be i mean these should be the four best teams in the state no doubt and here's the thing i don't think la vega is going to be intimidated by glenrose i mean glenrose is obviously very good 39 and one number one in the state uh, La Vega has that number three ranking. Um, but here, you know, I, I don't know that Glenrose uh, has played any tougher of a schedule than La Vega has because 
Um, La Vega went and really challenged itself in non-district play. And I think that that matters. I mean, you know, you, you go to a holiday tournament up in Duncanville and you play teams from out of state that are higher classification teams. You take some lumps, but you probably, you know, get better by taking some lumps. Uh, and so, I, you know, I don't think Glen Rose is going to line up. I don't think that there's honestly a 4A team in the state that, uh, you know, La Vega is going to say, uh, well, you know, they're the best team we we faced. I, I just feel like, you know, they've already faced some some really, really tough teams. So, um, that to me bodes well for La Vega. Now they just have to play their game. And, um, again, that doesn't mean you're going to necessarily win. You still have to play well and execute, but, um, you know, I, I think they're well-equipped and certainly capable of, you know, winning two more. On, on the boys side, uh, regional tournament over at Midway and, the Lorena Leopards will tee it up at six o'clock, and and you know they're going to have their hands full as well. But again, this is this is that time of the year where everybody's a good basketball team. Yeah, Brian Coates will be there for that uh, for us, and should be a lot. It should be a lot of fun. I mean, um, you know, we were guaranteed to have at least one Central Texas team at uh, at that regional tournament in Midway because we had the the fun, you know, Lorena Mahea game the other night in mm-hmm. West. Um, and, you know, Leopards win it on a just a kind of clutch inbounds play that Kai Ritchie uh, got the ball up. And I don't know if you saw the video, but it kind of hung on the rim for a second and then dropped in. And obviously, uh, Lorena kind of goes crazy. Hey, it calls timeout. They still have, I don't know, four seconds left and got the ball into their best player, Landon Anderson. And uh, he managed to get, like, pretty close to the basket and kind of flip up a shot, and it just came up a little bit short on a on a kind of a running layup. But uh, great game for sure, and two great programs. Um, this is a Lorena team that you know Matt Jackson has done a great job with that program, and they've been in the regional tournament now three straight years. <clears throat> um, the year before they dropped down to three A, and uh, he he actually took them over to midway knowing that they were going to go to 3a and he um he said look i want y'all to watch this and kind of see you know what what it's all about and everything and um and the other thing that they've done these last couple of years having gone to the regional tournament is when they have gotten beat they've stuck around and watched uh the team that you know won the regional title cut the nets down and that's kind of you know <laughs> tough for a team, you know, you're sitting there and you, you know, the competitor in you is like, this sucks, you know, <laughs> but, but uh, I think it also kind of can motivate you. And so, you know, I think that they'll be plenty motivated. They, they want to, you know, that's something like when I interviewed Camden Brock last year, he was our super syntax newcomer of the year. Um, he said, we want to cut the nets down next year. I mean, that's something that's been on their mind, you know, for a while. Now, the one little, you know, thing that uh, Lorena has to obviously deal with, I guess, is um, Keegan Rowell, who, you know, he's probably 1A in terms of their best player, you know, to to Camden Brock. Um, He went up for a dunk in that Mejia game. Chad was there for us, and and, uh, he kind of hung on the rim maybe and 
and came down hard and had to wrap his wrist. He was he was hurt. And I texted Matt Jackson yesterday to just kind of check up on Keegan and see how he's doing. And and he is getting better. I think they're hoping that uh, you know he'll play. But you know you wouldn't want him limited because um, he's a terrific shooter, just really good shooter. And Lorena's going to need him. All right, Bryce, it's an unbelievable busy weekend. we got all kinds of things going on down at the uh, Turner Riverfront Athletic Complex, baseball, softball, basketball. I, I know you guys are busy, so are we. What, what do you got coming up this weekend in the trip? Yeah, all of that stuff that you mentioned, like uh, Chad is down in San Antonio. I mentioned Brian Coates will cover the regional tournament for us. Uh, we've got uh, MCC stuff going on, and um, I'll – John and I will be at the Farrell Center on Saturday covering Senior Day. Um, and, you know, oh, by the way, the Bears, the Aggies play this weekend in softball. Uh, that should be a lot of fun. So, um, anytime, you you know, you can revive that Baylor A&M rivalry, whatever the sport it might be, it's it's uh, it's fun, you know. So, yeah, I think John's planning on hitting that up um, on Sunday. He actually asked me the other day, he was like, uh, you know, I got the basketball game Saturday. Do you want me to hit that um, Baylor A&M game too? I mean, I, it's going to be a busy day. And I was like, John, they play again Sunday. Just go Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Brycey, uh, it should be a lot of fun. We uh, we look forward to it, and we'll see you down at the Ferrell Center. All right, thanks, guys. Have a great day. That's Bryce Sherry for the Waco trip. It is uh, 8.48. We're a dozen minutes away from 9. This is game time. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. And we're brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe at 2003 South Loop 340 at Highway 6 with its brand new store. That's right. The new location features a huge showroom with over 2,000 items, including all the do-it-yourself products from Spring Creek to Makita Power Tools, nuts and bolts from Hillman, plus welding rods and welding accessories, Sack Creek, you name it, they got it at uh, at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They've been in business since 1943. That's four generations of the Emery's taking care of you. Braden's running the running the show now, and and uh, it's it's just a, you know it's just a family owned and operated business, and they take great care of their customers. They they've still got the Bryan location. And now they got the new location at 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6. They're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, Saturday, 8 till noon. And you can check them out 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. Follow the Baylor Bears throughout the Phillips 66 Big 12 Tournament on ESPN Central Texas. It's a Baylor Big 12 Basketball Tournament Preview Show presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni this Wednesday night at 6 o'clock live from Kansas City on ESPN Central Texas. Join the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Matt Mosley Wednesday at as they take a look at both the Baylor women and the Baylor men in the Big 12 Basketball Tournament in Kansas City. Our previous show is presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Join John and Matt Wednesday at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. 
Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Ready to score? Switch checking accounts to earn 4% APY at First Central Credit Union. It's a full court press with First Central's free Casasa checking that pays 4% APY and refunds all your ATM fees with a savings account combo that earns you money. This season, ask for Casasa checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Make the switch. We're your team. APY is annual percentage yield, eligibility, and qualification supply. Member NCUA. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mexalicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at lafiesta.com or stop on by at 3815. Franklin Avenue in Waco, La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. La Vega continues its quest for a state girls basketball championship at 1.30 this afternoon when they face Glen Rose in the 4A semifinals. You can hear the game on Star 104.9 FM. In boys' postseason action, Lorena takes on Hitchcock in the regional semifinals. That game gets underway at 6 o'clock tonight at the Midway High School Gym. It's a busy weekend for Baylor Athletics, starting with baseball hosting Youngstown State tonight at 6.30. They will also play a doubleheader tomorrow and a single game on Sunday. The softball team is hosting Texas A&M and Sam Houston State in back-to-back doubleheaders on Saturday and Sunday. And there's a basketball doubleheader at the Farrell Center on Saturday. The men tip off at 11 o'clock against Iowa State, and the women take on West Virginia at 5 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. All right, it's 8.53. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ryan Ward is traveling. He's down in... uh, down in San Antonio with the La Vega girls, and he'll have that broadcast beginning at one uh, fifteen this afternoon over on our sister station, 104.9 FM. We mentioned Baylor and Iowa State coming up at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. One of the other big games in the Big 12 is, is Kansas and Texas, and it's not as big as it once was because Texas dropped – Two back-to-back games, and and basically Kansas, and not basically, but Kansas now is the outright Big 12 Conference champion. And yesterday when Bill Self met with the media, he was asked, okay, you're the champion. Do you rest your players? In a word, 
no. So, so no, no, no. We, 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 this is a huge game. We're playing for. There, there, there's a lot of things to play for. There's seeding. Uh, um, certainly uh, can't affect our Big 12 tournament. But, uh, but if if you have that attitude, I think that you're 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 minimizing um, what's most important. You know, you, you, you. It's not like an NBA playoff where where you already know who you're going to play and. It's going to be a best of seven, and you want everybody fresh. We're still playing to give us, put us in the best and most favorable position come tournament time. So as long as we're playing, we're going to try to win. Are they? Are they really playing for a better position? Aren't they a one? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because I mean, they've won the conference. I mean, and I don't think a huge run throughout the Big Twelve tournament will mean much for their seeding. But I think it's one of those things where. They'll play, but I don't know if they'll keep his starters all all uh, all throughout the second half. It'll be interesting to see tomorrow at three o'clock. Uh, Texas and Kansas tomorrow at three o'clock. Big Twelve tournament next week. You know, uh, you know, how many minutes do you give your guys in those games? Uh, you know, and some guys say, "Hey, look, if we're going to play, we're going to play to win. If we're going, we're going to win." Other guys are like, "Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's uh, let's let's get out there and get a taste of it, and then let's get." get our guys off the floor and, and get ready for the, the one that counts, and that's the NCAA tournament. It just depends on how you look at it and, and how these coaches approach it. All right, uh, 8.56, that's going to do it for us. Coming up at 3 this afternoon, it's John Morrison. At 4, it's Matt Mosley. We're back with you Monday morning at 7.